to the Refugees in a New Land podcast from the Times News and MagicValley.com. We're following a refugee family from the Democratic Republic of the Congo as they move to Twin Falls and start a new life. Here's Enterprise Editor Virginia Hutchins. Each year, the College of Southern Idaho Refugee Center resettles about 300 people from regions of violence and civil war across the globe. Supporters of a measure to ban refugee centers in Twin Falls County have until early April to gather the more than 3,800 signatures needed to get the measure onto the ballot. By mid-March, they had close to 600 signatures verified. Yes, my position on the program itself, I'm not against legitimate refugees. But I believe the program at CSI is spun completely out of control. It doesn't even uh, meet statutory law. It is extreme financial burden on the community. And lastly, there's some very serious safety and security concerns. That's conservative activist Rick Martin of Castleford, chairman of the Committee to End the CSI Refugee Center. The committee, concerned about what it calls inadequate security checks, started its effort last year after news that Syrians could be among the refugees to be resettled in Twin Falls. Uh, we will continue to work on this project in the hopes of ending refugee resettlement in the Magic Valley, at the minimum at least suspend it until uh, the, the FBI can get a handle on doing background checks. In mid-March, reporters Titona Dunlap and Julie Wooten spent a couple of hours asking people around town for their opinions. I guess, but what are your thoughts about um, the Refugee Center and, you know, refugees coming into Twin Falls? I don't really mind. I mean, I worked at the I, and there's a lot of refugees that work there, and they seemed nice enough. That's about it. <laughs> That's a CSI student from Filer who grew up in California and moved to Idaho for college. Do you think there's a benefit to having, you know, people like different people from different countries of these different backgrounds, like living here in Twin Falls? Do you see? Any? Well, I mean, I imagine that most of the world's going to be pretty homogenized eventually. Anyway, it's just going to happen. So, it'll probably benefit eventually. I would assume. The team encountered a number of people with stronger opinions who didn't want to be recorded even if the reporters didn't use their names. Why do you think that is? Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's maybe because they're uncomfortable with audio recording and they think they could still be identified based on the sound of their voice. Um, I don't know. That, that was a surprise to me. Originally, I mean, we were all the um, immigrants coming in. Um, Indians were the originals. And then you've got, I mean, Ethiopia, I mean, they had their droughts and everybody was trying to get out of there. And, I mean, every place that ends up in some kind of civil unrest, um, people want to get out. I mean, your priority number one is your family. Um, I mean, I know I'd die for my children um, without blinking an eyelid, and these people are no different. They want their family, their children safe. They want them to have a future, and there's nothing worse in the world than not having a little star up in a sky that you can look at as um, something to work towards, something to be able to achieve and attain. And, I mean, if you can't have it for yourself as mum and dad, um, what hope? Is it possibly for your children? And you're going to do everything in your power to change that. And um, the the 
group that's coming in over here now. There's various different ethnicities that are coming through. Um, I understand the, the, the unrest, the sorry, uprest with the um, terrorists kind of infiltrating and using it as a form of access uh, into America, and it definitely is a, a major issue. I don't have the answer to that. I don't think the security people have got the answer to that. But at the same time, we can't slam the door on these people's faces um, when um, they're being raped and murdered and um, everything else, um, and their families aren't safe. I mean, we've, we're, we're a Christian country, and um, I hope still. Um, and you help others do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. What goes around comes around. That's Laurel, a woman originally from Australia who lives in downtown Twin Falls after her husband's job brought them to town about three years ago. She was at the Twin Falls Public Library with her children that day, and she didn't want to give her last name. Laurel talked about refugees experiencing horrible things, things that first world Westerners couldn't imagine in their wildest dreams, she said. Um, the fact that they're actually still alive and they're still willing to push forward and try to make a better life for their children, we should be taking our hats off, them, off to them and doing what we can to assist. Um, but again, the biggest problem is this infiltration of the terrorists. I sure as hell don't want my family blown up. I don't want that crap over here um, bought with them. And so how do, we, how, do, how do we stop that? How do we protect? It's, it's not a case of putting walls up and blocking borders. We can't do that. Um, but I don't know what the answer is either. Rick Martin calls putting the ballot measure before Twin Falls County voters the only legitimate way to measure support for refugee resettlement in Twin Falls. While he gathers signatures, a few people around Twin Falls are making their support for the Refugee Center clear through their actions. On March 12, stay-at-home mom Allison Bangeter invited a bunch of her friends to a baby shower for Beatrice Bahati, a Swahili-speaking refugee from the DR Congo whose family Allison is mentoring. Titona visited Beatrice and Allison that morning while the two prepared food for the baby shower. One of the dishes they made was, um, it was like uh, fried goat meat, and then the other one was something called ugali, which is kind of like cornmeal, sort of like, um, like the cross between like mashed potatoes and like gummy substance. Okay, so it wasn't a flat, it wasn't a tortilla shaped thing. No. Okay. No, it's like, it, it looks like mashed potatoes and it has a texture of like gummy bears, sort of, but not really. Okay. It's not sweet or anything. It doesn't really have a flavor. It's, it's almost like a gelatin. Um, so I was there and they were like, uh, cooking, well first they boiled the goat meat, and then after it was boiled then they um, pan fried it, and with like a mixture of onions and garlic, it smelled really good. So now she's getting the meat out of the water and you're going to fry it. You better be careful. <laughs> Were there many goats in Malawi? Just like yeah. people would have goats. Do you know how to do you know how to butcher a goat? Do you know how to cut it open? Do you know how to do that? No. Uh, my husband Joel, his mom would always raise chickens. Do you understand chickens? Chickens. The birds with the eggs. His mom would raise chickens. 
and she'd say, ah, it is time to kill the chickens. <laughs> we'll chop off their heads. And he hated, he did not like to kill the chickens. It was very messy. I was, so I was wondering, have you killed the goats? Do you know how? The mbuzi. Do you know how to? No. This Kani Gamba? No. No. <laughs> it's hot. That morning, while they cooked, Titona noticed Beatrice speaking in English a lot more than she did four months ago. So have you had a good morning? Yeah. Yes? <laughs> what did you do yesterday? What? Uh, today is Saturday. Yesterday, yesterday. I was not good. Yesterday you were not good? Yeah. Why? Did you not feel good? You don't know the word, yeah? But in the kitchen, or the park, or the laundry room, Allison isn't just teaching English. Where did Mutsi come from? That afternoon, Allison hosted the baby shower at the LDS South Stake Center on Orchard Drive. She decorated a room with balloons and wrote her congratulations to Beatrice on a chalkboard. She laid out a lot of food and wrote a schedule of games. Even people who couldn't come sent gifts, clothes, diapers, a rocking crib, a car seat. Did Beatrice react to the presents? Could you tell how she was feeling? I don't know. Um, Beatrice didn't. I mean, she was happy. Like, uh, uh, Allison had invited another family that's from the DR Congo who lives in Twin Falls and that Beatrice happens to know. And she was there. And um, they were like talking in Swahili and Beatrice was laughing. I mean, I don't know what they were saying. Um, but she seemed very happy. But she didn't really like react too much. Did, did she understand all those presents were for her? I don't know if she did. I don't, when she first walked in, I don't know if she did. Allison handed out Play-Doh so each person at the shower could shape a little baby. Beatrice was supposed to choose which one she liked best. Oh, the pink one. Whose baby is that? Ah, Judging by the laughter, the diaper-changing race was a hit, too. And Titona reassured me the babies were dolls. Okay, is everybody ready? Okay, you may only use one hand, but you can also kind of use your knees if you need to hold the baby still. Okay. But don't squish the baby. Okay, are you ready? And there is a prize. A really good prize. We just have to do two diapers, is that you said? Yeah, I guess we have two people on each team. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Get set. Beatrice, you don't want to play? Let's go. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to call her no more. I want to play. She has enough diapers in yeah, there. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, she gets to take this one off, right? Get set. Go! Quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, you have to take it off and you have to put a new one on. Change the baby's diaper. This shower featured a game that's not typical in Twin Falls. A quiz matching a list of Swahili words to their English counterparts. Diaper, labor pains, baby. 
Okay, doctor is Daktari. Daktari. And then cradle is Mtoto Kitanda. 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 Okay, who got all of it right? Beatrice seemed shy, not particularly expressive, as she sat in front of the room and opened her gifts one by one. But one present got an obviously pleased reaction, a handmade quilt, handmade by someone who didn't know Beatrice until that day. Thank you. This is from Christy in the pink shirt over there. This is from her. Open it up so we can see. She, she, you just made this this week? Or? Well, it's been a work in progress. <laughs> cute. Oh, Good job. Cute. Yeah. That is yeah. so nice. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Guys. Did you do the quilting too, Christy? Yeah. The circles? Yeah. Did the circle quilting on it too? Yes. Yeah. Free motion? Or? It's, a, it's therapy. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. Okay. When a woman from Africa led a lullaby in Swahili, the crowd of English speakers tried to pronounce the words. Titona says they did a good job. Bringing a quilt to a baby shower or trying to sing a Swahili lullaby isn't political activism, but it's the kind of giving that makes a difference in individual lives. Here's Abdullah, a refugee from Sudan, three weeks after arriving in Twin Falls from a refugee camp on the border between Egypt and Libya. A volunteer mentor greeted him at the airport. I guess what has your mentor done with you? Like, has she shown you around town or? Yeah, actually she did. Uh, we went to Bali. I guess, and we saw a bridge, and then now uh, we, last night we had a dinner with her in her apartment, and then we went to a gym to work out, yeah, we had a good time. What has that meant to you, having someone like that from the community reach out to you? It's feel great, yeah, because I never, I never done that before. As you've been kind of out and about in Twin Falls, how have people interacted with you, or what kind of reception have you been getting from other people around town? Uh, I guess here is like kind of different from the back back home where I came from. It's kind of it's kind of I don't know. It's called empty, or I don't know. There's no people in the street. It's kind of boring to me. So, <laughs> in back home there, we're always street, everywhere, always crowded. So, I would get used to it. Yeah. Titona and Julie asked Abdullah how local controversy over the CSI Refugee Center makes him feel. Uh, the funny thing is, I never heard something like that. Oh, who someone who criticized or someone been talking about the refugees or they don't want the refugees. I never heard about that, but I never saw something like that. Yeah, and that's a good thing. 
Our reporters have asked a lot of recent refugees about local attitudes, how people treat them, whether they feel welcomed. But the refugees' answers keep coming back to something much more basic. I like here, because I said in here we can have a good future. It means our future is clear how it will be. But in Afghanistan, that's not clear. When we go out of home, that's not clear. You come again alive to your home back or no, you will die. Like, this is not clear. That's Mohammed Ali Haideri from Afghanistan, three weeks after arriving in Twin Falls. He spent two years in Pakistan. Mm, here it's very good. Here we can have a good future and we can get education because there when we was in Pakistan and Afghanistan we are afraid from the Taliban. We can't go to school there because we didn't have any permission from the Pakistan government and also the life was, was too hard there for us. Twin Falls mom Miranda Irby is the volunteer mentor for Alex Chezungo and his family. Alex, who was a human rights activist in the DR Congo, lived in a refugee camp in Malawi before coming to Twin Falls in late January. He's full of praise for Miranda. If you didn't have someone like her helping, would it make things harder? Yes. Uh, I didn't say that even even if Miranda was not available for me, I should try and do and find another way for helping myself. But thanks to God, because he brought Miranda to me and I feel very comfortable. Yeah. He's waiting to work, Alex says. He's going to work hard, and he expects to be a good example for any company that will hire him. Uh, but I think that after this, no, this, this, this season, I mean, I think that things will be good. I'm not afraid. I'm going to fight and integrate in this twin force. Refugees in a New Land is produced by The Times News in Twin Falls, Idaho, with Enterprise Editor Virginia Hutchins, reporters Titona Dunlap and Julie Wooten, photographers Drew Nash and Stephen Reese, and digital editor Kyle Hansen. Music by Chris Zabriskie. Find more about this project and complete coverage of South Central Idaho's news at magicvalley.com.